This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind and Volume. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. It is Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope y'all looking where you're at. Which, you know, yesterday was the end of the Lionsgate portal being open. Um, so, like, yeah, you didn't manifest anything good. Today will be the day when you see it. But, uh, yeah. I hope y'all having a nice and lovely and beautiful and gorgeous and sexy Friday. Um... It's hot as hell outside. Okay. And I would say it's a pretty decent Friday. I've been able to watch movies, analyze them, talk about them. So today, I'm going to kind of like freestyle this Friday. I, it's not really freestyling, but that's what I call it. I want to cover some news that have not been covered or that needs to be covered. Um, so I'm gonna talk about some news that's going on right now as we speak. Um, I'm not, I don't particularly have a topic for today. I just wanna talk about some things that's been going on this week, it's crazy. So yeah, the first news I'm gonna start out with talking about is from the Shade Room and it's, Contributor is LaJanae. And it says Delta American and Southwest Airlines will not make COVID-19 vaccinations mandatory for employees. Now, if anybody should be vaccinated, it should be airline employees, right? Am I right? But they ain't got to take it. This is what made me look at this whole situation side eye, you know. This article states, while United Airlines as well as Frontier Airlines are requiring for workers to be vaccinated, Delta, American, and Southwest Airlines will not make the COVID vaccination mandatory. Delta, American, and Southwestern Airlines have decided to not make the Stephen vaccine mandatory, but they will offer incentives such as the pay time and cash if employees choose to do so. According to Fox, LA, Delta American Airlines, and Southwest Airlines have all decided against mandating vaccines for their crew, but strongly encourage them straying away from airlines such as Frontier and United Airlines, which announced vaccine mandates for employees earlier this month. American Airlines stated their incentive include giving employees an extra day off in 2022 and $50 if an employee decides to, um, I guess, to get the vaccine. And I guess, uh, I don't want to know what y'all doing with Spirit Airline. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, I just find that to be very weird. Um, this next article I found on from Haitian Times. And it says, Shen Latte, new prosecutor in Moises killing, led investigation that implicated Martine Moises last year. 
Now, if you don't know, I have been keeping track of the assassination of the prime minister of Haiti that happened, I think, was it a, a few weeks ago, a month ago? I don't know. Time is going by fast, so it could have been two months ago. I don't remember. But he passed away. In, um, his wife, um, she survived um, the assassination attempt. Haiti's Justice Department officially assigned the probe into the assassination of President Jovenel Moises to lead prosecutors Matthew Chalate. I'm not Haitian, so if I say the names wrong, I'm sorry. For judicial proceedings eight days after an intense search for a prosecutor. Last year, Chalate was tasked with investigating a corruption case that implicated former First Lady Martine Moises and a biometric company. However, Chanlatte investigated cases still blocking at the parquet of Port-au-Prince, awaiting a formal indictment from the government commissioner. So, girl. Somebody was already investigating that she was going to be behind her husband's demise. Um... But they were already investigating it, so it's still an allegation. It does not mean that it's true, but it does not mean that it's not true. It's smack dab in the middle. We will find out soon, honey. All right, this case right here is kind of sad to me. Um, this story is from HollywoodUnlock.com, and its um, contributor is Deja Monet. And it says, female inmate ignored by officers while giving birth, baby dies shortly after. A Florida woman who was held in jail cell said she was ignored by officers as she screamed for help during labor and resulted in the death of her baby girl. Erica Thomas Thompson was placed at the Alacua County Jail in Gainesville Monday afternoon after violating her probation on per perjury charges. However, she was six months pregnant and explained on her social media page about the neglect she experienced while in labor with her daughter. In the post, Thompson said, said a nurse told her that she was not in labor because she wasn't dilating after checking into the hospital a day before. Officers finally contacted EMS after noticing Thompson was in labor, but her newborn was born before EMS arrived. The mother of two added that the medical officials did not place the baby in the incubator after she gave birth because UF Health Stands hospital staff believed the newborn was not going to survive. They didn't try to put her in the incubator or save her or save her or anything. As soon as I got there, they had her in a crib and said my baby wasn't going to survive. My baby was in my arms still moving, heart pumping. Weren't y'all trying to save her, she said. So this is sad. Um, This is very sad. My heart's go out to um, Erica Thompson uh, for the, 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 um, the death of her daughter. I'm sorry for that happening to you. All right, uh, we were talking about airplanes or whatever. Y'all know there has been a slew of people acting the fool on the plane. Let me give y'all something. I don't know what's going on in the atmosphere. I don't know what. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. I'm into astrology, but I don't know what planets are conjuncting each other, semi-sexual to each other, uh, what degree they rolling in. I don't know that. I haven't gotten that far in astrology yet. But all I know is it's in the atmosphere, in the air. Apparently, when people get on a plane, they feel the need to act the fool. 
Um, since we've been outside, everybody acting like bad kids who've been in detention for the last few years, and now they're acting like fools. In this case, it's actually a child that was acting like a fool. I found this on messy BB underscore says video shows flight attendant duct taping 13 year old to seat after he alleged tried to kick out the window, honey. <sighs> Apparently he was now on the plane with his parents. It says a 13 year old boy became the latest unruly passenger that flight attendants had to restrain with duct tape. According to CBS Los Angeles, the teen threw a tantrum and fought with his mother abroad. You fighting your mom? Let me continue. Aboard an American airline flight from Maui to Los Angeles on Tuesday. Witnesses claim the boy also tried to kick out the window on the aircraft. Video posted by the news station showed masked passengers helping the crew restrain the adolescent. One flight attendant is seen scurrying up the aisle with a roll of gray duct tape. The flight diverted to Honolulu, where the boy was taken into custody, according to CBS LA. No injuries were reported. Customers were recommended were reacclimated re on other flights of or provided hotel accommodations. An American airline representative told CBS. Safety and security is our top priority, and we apologize to our customers for an inconvenience that this was caused. <sighs> if your mama can't beat your ass, then yeah, the authorities have to deal with you. Um, I just know this. I ever since the 9-11 protocols, which this year will be its 20th anniversary. So just in case y'all want to know it's coming up, the 20th anniversary of 9-11 is coming up. After the 9-11 protocols uh, happen, I kind of don't uh, choose to act the fool on a plane. The first time I got a plane was 12 years ago. And far as I'm concerned, me and my cousins knew not to show our butts. But once again, we had about five 10, 15 pimp hands that would have handled us. Your kids don't want the authorities to deal with you. That's why a lot of parents choose to punish their kids because if I don't whoop your ass, somebody else will. And trust and believe, you will get dealt with in this lifetime if you want to act like big old big bad. It does not make any sense that anybody has to restrain your 13-year-old child and I don't understand why at 13 you were throwing tantrums unless you ha are mentally delayed. I don't think he was mentally delayed because if he was, they wouldn't have restrained him. But at 13 years old, your tantrums are not okay. When you're two, three, four, five, okay, we get it. You want some Oreo cookies. But at 13 years old, you know better. It smell like somebody cooking Kentucky Fried Chicken downstairs. Next story. Um, this one is also from HollywoodUnlocked.com. It says Jamie Spears stepped down as Britney's conservator. Now this makes me nervous because I I want her to be free, but my question is, what happened if her daddy give up his conservatorship? You know, um. 
So, you know, she's closely getting free, but who is really over Britney Spears, you know? That's my question. Um, it says, according to reports, after a long battle, Jamie Spears has agreed it's time to step down as conservator of Britney Spears' estate. So, congratulations to Britney, but be careful. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. You'd rather have your parents over you than you have somebody else over you. But then, once again, it's cool. This next story is from NoorOnline.org. Its contributor is I am Tamara Shanae. Friend, this lying woman. Okay, just in case y'all don't know, there has been a woman that's been going around saying that she is about to get evicted and did not have the money to take care of the rent for her house. Um, long or the short end of it, let me tell you what happened. It says, woman posing as a struggling mother of three revealed that she is only the babysitter after receiving $200,000 in donations. A woman is currently backtracking her story of forwarded claims that she and her three young children were facing eviction if the national eviction moratorium was not extended. She has now revealed that she is not actually the kid's biological mother, it's the only the babysitter. In an interview with CNN, Daisha, Dasha, or Daisha, Daisha Kelly previously stated that she and her three daughters, who are five, six, and eight, were due to be evicted after she had lost her job in Las Vegas as a casino dealer due to the pandemic. Reports read that Daisha started a GoFundMe page with an intended goal of raising $2,000 to pay her rent back. My name is Kelly, and I have three daughters in Nevada. Girl, people like her mess it up for people who really do need these things. This next story is from the Jasmine brand, and its contributor is Nick Alexander Finley. And it says Charles Barkley reveals he and Michael Jordan are no longer friends. I definitely love and miss him. Well, you mad that Space Jam wasn't about you? <laughs> no, everybody get a big ego when everything's piping hot and then we get humbled later on. Charles Barkley is opening up about his friendship with Michael Jordan as well as why it ended. As you may recall, a former NBA star, Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan formed a close friendship during their time on court. Both players were drafted back in 1984, and they were both part of the 1992 U.S. Dream Team that participated at the Barcelona Olympics. However, Charles Barkley recently opened up about a falling out the pair had some years ago. During a recent interview on a newly revi revived Back on the Record with Bob Costas, Charles Barkley revealed he and Michael Jordan fell out due to some comments he made. After Bob Costas inquired about whether the pair were still friends. Charles Barkley stated, we're not, and I take some responsibility for that. I criticized him. He was one of my best friends, and I definitely love him and miss him, to be honest with you. But I, Bob, I had to do my job. I said it at the time, we can't debate whether I should have said it, but I was asked a question, and I told always to be honest at my job. I said, I don't know if Michael ever going to be successful running the Charlotte's Hornets, because I don't know if he got enough strong people around him. 
Charles, he wasn't your friend if he got mad at you that easily. If you can't be honest with your friends, that's not your real friend. So, yeah. All right. Speaking of, we already talked about the conservatorship of Britney Spears. Um, well, somebody made a statement about it. They had no business stating. Um, this is from the Jasmine brand, and it was written by Nick Alexander Finley also. And it says, Britney Spears conservatorship judge who is insecure showrunner Prentice Penny's mother get death threats from free Britney fans. The judge in Britney Spears' case may have a well-connected son, but she's still facing outrage from the pop star's fan base. Earlier this year, Prentice Penny revealed that his mother, Brenda Penny, is the judge presiding over Britney Spears' current conservatorship case. Prentice Penny is a showrunner for the HB HBO Insecure, which is gearing up for its fifth and final season. He made the announcement via social media earlier this year, tweeting, also, Judge Penny is, is my actual mother. I could have told Britney's dad she don't play. However, it's also worth noting that Judge Brenda Penny has recently been receiving more than just shout-outs. Oh, today, which was earlier yesterday, TMZ reported that Judge Brenda Penny is getting death threats from people out upset over her latest ruling in Britney Spears' case. Last week, Judge Brenda Penny denied Britney Spears' request to get her father, Jamie Spears, immediately suspended from her conservatorship. Additionally, the judge denied Britney Spears' request for an emergency conservatorship hearing. Most of the threat against Judge Penny, Brenda Penny comes from Twitter use, users with many outright wishing for her death. She also received a number of anti-Black comments from various individuals. Additionally, Brenda Penny is corrupt but began trending immediately after her ruling. Girl, if I was him, I would have not admitted that. But I get what he's saying, like, you know, don't be coming for my mama. Y'all don't know the law. I already told y'all that. Y'all don't know the law. That's why when y'all be sitting up there protesting stuff, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. The difference between your movement and your grandparents' civil rights movement is that they knew the law. Y'all don't know the law. You need to understand the circumstances as to why she ruled the way she ruled. Okay? This next case is from the Jasmine Rand, and it was written by Twyla Amore McDaniel. It says Jay-Z's cousins facing a lawsuit for allegedly scamming $250,000 from investors over Rock Nation's video game platform. Jay-Z might have to bail his cousin out for some legal issues. According to reports, Brian Biggs, who is a cousin of Jason, Jay-Z, sorry, is being sued by the investor company Blueprint Capital Holdings over a breach contract. Biggs was part of a team that was aimed to raise a reported $1.5 million dollars for for the video platform Anonymous Games, which was said to be connected to Rock Nation, the president of Blueprint, Ryan Collision, Collision, Ryan Collision said he trusted in Big's business plan to bridge the gap between esports and the entertainment industry.
between esports and oh yeah, through live events and mobile video games. Big's business plan also promised big name rapper of Rock Nation like Meek Mills, Yo Gotti, and Jay Park will participate in the gaming project. According to the lawsuit, Collision claimed he invested two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. In March of 2018, into unanimous games, he added that the unanimous games agreed that if things didn't go as planned, the company would at least pay back the investment, paying plus interest by March 2021. People will family don't care what they do with your name. You gotta be careful. Another story i found to be interesting but it's not interesting at all because this just happens all the time with these kind of people yeah i said these people when i say these people i'm talking about reality tv stars oh what you thought i <laughs> this story comes from hollywoodunlocked.com and its contributor is keisha gale it says loving hip-hop star prince arrested in miami facing charges including domestic violence with battery and kidnapping godly loving hip-hop star prince has been arrested in miami on domestic violence and kidnapping charges nbc6 correspondent mj reports report According to the multiple outlets, the star whose real name is Christopher Michael Hardy was arrested just before 2 p.m. The arrested report stated that he allegedly punched his girlfriend in the face and slammed her to the ground. Prince is now facing multiple charges, including domestic violence with battery and kidnapping. In addition to that, he is also being hit with a disorderly conduct and possession of prescription drugs without prescription. As of right now, he remains in a slammer as a bond. No bond has been posted as of yet. At this point, it's giving love in prison. Okay. It's giving love in prison. Y'all should rename the show Love in Prison. The next story is from noronline.org. Its contributor is Tamara Shanae. It says, Florida break record for worst Stephen outbreak in the U.S. reportedly 24,753 cases. <sighs> the state of Florida has officially broken a new case record for the third week in a row following reports that a total of 24,753 residents have tested positive for the Stephen Despite Florida making up roughly around 6.5% of the U.S. population, it has been indicated that the state is responsible for 18.7% new cases across the country, confirms report from the CDC. According to the Miami Herald, as of Tuesday, August 10th, confirmed data of the state's seven days moving average of new cases was 21,156, surpassing the average of cases 73,701 reported on July the 10th. It has been stated that the new data makes up for roughly a 472 increase deriving from, you know, of course you got to go look at the new, the thing all over here. All right, so I saw this and this is, I'm not picking on this lady, okay? Because if she is pregnant at 68, then I really literally have 30 years 
<laughs> to have a family. Because you give hope to all of us, okay, girl? I'm just shit. Y'all can laugh at how y'all want to. You give hope to me, honey, if you are pregnant at 68. I found this on Dish Nation um, Instagram, and it says, Congratulations to Lynn May and her partner, Marcos D1. The 68-year-old actress took to Instagram to announce that she's three months pregnant and her 29-year-old boyfriend is excited to be the dad. Girl, you go ahead, girl. She kept it right and tight all these years, and now she's having a baby. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Like I said, you're giving hope to people, okay? I'm I'm tripping at 30, about to be 31. This next story is from Hollywood Unlock. And this contributor is Keisha Gale. It says, Chet Hinks. Stands up, stands by his anti-Steven vaccine stance despite backlash. I have the right to not get that shit. You go ahead, boy. Son of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson took to the social media for the second time this week and doubled down on his anti-vax stance, telling folks on Instagram he has the right to express his opinion. As we previously reported in his first video, he told people to get over to Steven and to stay inside if they're unhealthy. I think everyone should, and I think it's really important that we all do this just as citizens, as Americans. We have to look after each other and get this shit under control, guys. Psych, bitch. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, he shouted. I never had Steven. They ain't sticking with me with that motherfucker needle. It's a motherfucking flu. Get over it. No, it's not. Girl, see, I don't even spread misinformation like that. It's not the flu because it was a flu. There's already a flu vaccine out there, friend. Not your mom and daddy, Richie. You ignorant. In a new video, he re responded to a social media users who criticized him for irresponsible clips. I'm going to keep the real simple for you guys. Real simple, he began. Just like you have the right to be mad at me because I said I'm not getting the vaccine. I have the right to not to get that shit. I agree with him. Um, you have the right to not get the vaccine, but I don't agree with him um, spreading misinformation about it. It's not the flu. Even though people say it feels like the flu. I don't know what it feels like to, to have a flu. I've never had the flu shot before. Um, and I don't try to spread misinformation. If you get the vaccine, you get the vaccine. I choose not to get it, but I have been vaccinated before. They vaccinate the hell out of me in my life, all right? I got vaccinated to go to kindergarten. I got vaccinated to go to middle school. I got vaccinated to go to high school. And my ass got vaccinated to go to college. So I've been vaccinated before. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I just I just need to, I just need it's the thing is it's not it's not FDA approved, y'all. Okay. That's all. And I want to see how it goes because I don't believe you can get a vaccine fixed up so quickly unless you had plans for this to be a pandemic to begin with. So, I but if you choose to get it, you got it, okay? I just don't trust something being made so quickly. That's all. This is from V103. The next one is from V103 and it says businesses and it says businesses and schools are concerned as they require proof of vaccination, but fake cards rises. <sighs> schools and businesses are now requiring their employees and students to be vaccinated, but with a fake card, it's not telling who is and who isn't. 
The CDC released statement yesterday urging pregnant women to get vaccinated, stating that pregnant women are more likely to become severely ill than non-pregnant women. I feel some kind of way about that too because you you get it for not one human being, you get it for two human beings. Um, so yeah. Now, I think this happened at the beginning of this week. I want to report this case because this young man does matter. Um, I It caught my eye. I don't know who the young man is. I'm not a sports junkie, but I do believe uh, that his case needs to be reported because I just find it to be uh, messed up and strange and weird, and it is what it is. Um, but this young man, uh, he's a track star. His name is Cameron Burrow. He passed away at 26 earlier this week. Um, he has a very impressive record as a track star. Um, and I just question what circumstances he passed under. The other reason why um, is because, you know, I was wondering if he was an Olympian, if he had went to this year's Olympics, which I strongly said they should have canceled because of uh, Loki and Sylvie. And I just want to know, you know, I just want to report, you know, because... This year, the Olympics, this year was shiggity. I don't care what nobody has to say. It was bad. It was awful. It was ghetto here. So I'm going to read an article um, surrounding this young man's passing. Um, my condolences go out to his family. I found this article on sports.yahoo.com. It was written by Jason Owens on August 10th, 2021. So that was three days ago. Um, it says, former NCAA track champion Carl Lewis' godson, Cameron Burrow, passed away at 26. The former NCAA track champion and son of two Olympic gold medalists, Cameron Burrow, has passed away at 26. Burrow was the 2018 NCAA 100-meter champion for the University of Houston. He anchored Houston's 4 by 100 relay team and also won an NCAA championship that year. The university announced his death on Tuesday with a statement from his father, Leroy Burrow. My family extremely is extremely saddened with the loss of our son, Cameron, last night. The statement read, we are going through profound sorrow and exit all of our friends, extended University of Houston family in the track and field community in the U.S. and abroad. Allow us to gather with our closest family and friends we are profoundly grief-stricken and thanks any thanks thank anyone for the outpouring of prayers and support. We will follow more information when it is available. The cause of death is not revealed. The son of an Olympic gold medalist, godson of Carl Lewis. Burrell's parents, Leroy and Michelle Finn Burrell, both won gold medals at the 1992 Barcelona Games. Leroy won gold as part of the 4x100 relay. 4Y100 team alongside Michael Marsh, Dennis Mitchell, and Carl Lewis that set a world record time of 37.40 seconds. 
Michelle won a gold medal in the women's 4x100 relay that summer. Leroy ran at Houston and has been the team's track coach for 23 years. Lewis also ran at the Houston, was Burrow's godfather and his assistant on Leroy's staff. Burrow broke his father's school record in 100 meter by 0.1 second and with the time of 9.93 in 2017. He was a three-time All-American at 60 and 100 meters and was twice named All-American as a member of the 400 by 4 by 100 relay team. He won a gold medal as a member of the U.S. 4x100 relay team at the Royals Junior Championship in 2012. Six late years later, he won gold for Team USA running anchor in 4x100 at the 2018 Athletics World Cup. He won silver in the same event at the 2019 World's Relay. In addition to his parents, Burrow is survived by his brothers, Joshua and Jane Burrow. Now, this, this story stuck out to me because... Um, I wasn't quite sure if he was Olympian or not, but it just stuck out to me. Anytime a story sticks out to me, it's telling me what's going on. I'm not going to make um, any... I'm not going to tell you what I think right now because his family's grieving. Um, His family's grieving. So I can't... I'm not going to make any statements or, or any thoughts about what I think happened to this young man because I feel like that's disrespectful to his family. But it stands out to me because I feel like this year's Olympics is just cursed. Now, I don't know if he was an Olympian or not. They didn't say that he went to the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Um, but he was a very talented track and field uh, racer. So, I don't know where racer came from. Runner. What do you call somebody that's in track and field? And seriously. Um, but I just wanted to talk about that for a minute because um, that just stuck out to me and it makes me wonder what happened. Like I said, I'm going to keep my observations to myself because um, I don't want to disrespect his family. It's still fresh. It was three days ago when they announced it. Um, so they're still grieving. And even when they're done grieving, which you're never done grieving a, a child when they pass before you do. Um, I'm still not going to tell you my tell you what, what I think happened to this young man. But it just stuck out to me. I found the timing to be kind of uh, something else. That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah. Um, let me see. I have some more stuff I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, we're going to go back to talking about the Steven. Because uh, the Steven is just going to do what the Steven going to do, you know? All right. So I got this from uh, w I got this from WSAV.com. And it was posted two days ago, but I want to talk about it today. I was trying, I, I sometimes post stuff I want to talk to about, about stories I want to talk about. And I forget to talk about them because they happened on that week. And it says, four, column, four Georgia districts stop in-person classes due to the Stephen. Four tiny Georgia public school districts have temporarily shut down in-person instructions within days of starting school, saying high Stephen case counts among students and staff make it unsafe to continue. 
the 1,100 student Macon County District on Wednesday became the fourth district to suspend in-person classes following the smaller Talia, Ferrero, Glasscock, and Talbot County counties in recent days. The four districts combined to serve a fraction of 1% of Georgia's 1.7 million students. Other districts have closed individual schools or sent hundreds of students into quarantine after exposure to people with the Stephen. The move showed the difficulties of keeping schools open as Stephen surges in Georgia. Georgia cases count continues to rise with the seven-day rolling average climbing above 5,600 on Wednesday. That's the worst since February 1st. Number of COVID-19 patients in hospitals also rising rapidly, exceeding 3,800 on Wednesday. So there are already four tiny counties in Georgia that are closing their school system. So I suggest the big ones do that too. Because word on street. Yeah, I said street. I know the word is street, but I'm going to say street. It's that it's gotten so bad. And these are counties, some counties uh, decided not to use masks. Which I'm like, okay, really? That's what that's what's popping off. That's what's going on. Okay, wow. <laughs> that concludes all the stories that stuck out to me. I'm glad that I'm able to do that, able to get that out of my system because there's some stories that I have that I just wanted to do and I just want to make reference to. I want to come on here and, and talk a little bit. I'm run my mouth. Cause my mouth be running. So I'm not told y'all anything about what I'm doing because I am. I like to move silently. Um, I don't like telling people about what's going on with me. But if you notice on my Instagram account, which is Lady underscore Tiffany Ma. I have been kind of pissed and mad and angry and sad and pissed off, whatever, um, about something that I'm not going to put it out in the open because I don't believe in putting it out in the open. Just know that, you know, I was, I found myself upset. That's it. That's all, Paul. It don't matter who I was upset with. It don't matter what I was upset about. Um, it really was my nerves getting the best of me, honestly. Because I don't do well with being patient. I'm not a patient type of girl. Um, and I'm not going to tell you exactly what I was upset about because I have respect, extreme respect for that person. I have love for that person. Okay. You know, so I'm not going to, you know, go on a rampage and talk shit about this person because when it was really me not understanding and not getting it, but this today, I'm going to say this, I'm going to put it out in the open. One of my friends, one of my followers, one of the people I follow, um, she 
had this on her timeline and it's true because i never get anything good from it coming fast granted the food i just got honey so this is what it said and me and her had the same sign and it says virgo don't give in to the instant gratification if something doesn't benefit dang it dang it It. it says if something doesn't benefit you in the long run odds are it's not worth entertaining investing in situations with little to no potential will just lead to regret you hate to feel like you wasted your time don't invest in situations with no future the first part that stood out to me because like i said i am not patient and i don't understand and sometimes i don't get and i get offended sometimes i just feel like well you know i don't feel like you care about me and yada 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 it said don't give into instant gratification some of us are instant gratification babies um <laughs> nah <laughs> i ain't jabbing at my mama i ain't jabbing at nobody about this i'm just telling you what i feel about this <laughs> okay yeah my problem is when somebody answers me quickly i think everything is going to happen the way it's supposed to happen i'm one of those people where i have wanted something for so long i don't know how it to feel when somebody kind of offers it to me so um I'm always one of those people where I just like, if my I don't see the money in my bank account, I'm not going to get it. Okay? But y'all know that jobs, they give you instant money. Like, as soon as you start making instant money, you start to realize you ain't really making no money. Okay? And with this whole situation, it involves investing in my business. Um, I had to talk to the individual about that. And he explained that to me. And I explained something something to him. It was a situation involving another individual. Uh, I ain't going to tell the whole story because she feel like somebody talking about her. Girl, I ain't talking about you. Okay? I mean, I am talking about your situation, but it ain't in a way of being conniving. Um, I, I mean, and it's just hard for me because I don't understand. I don't get and I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm so used to instant, I'm, I'm not used to instant gratification, okay? It just seemed like everything has taken so long for me. It seemed like it's taking so long for me to start a business. It's taking long for me to make money. It's taking long for me to get a child. Granted, I'm not trying. So like but it's like all these things i wanted people get in their late 20s early 30s even their early 20s and i'm looking at these people like well damn i have classmates i grew up with who are 30 years old and they have kids who are going to school they are a school age so for me it's my patient i'm not my patience is running thin because i've sacrificed a lot of those things because i want it the right way 
Well, if you want something the right way, it's not going to instantly happen for you. Uh, I mean, people even make fun of the fact that things don't instantly happen for me, but things instantly happen for them and they barely making it. So you can't talk shit about, you know, things not instantly happen for me. There's a reason why things are not instantly happening for me, okay? Because if you look at the time frame and look at the things going and then once y'all realize how it is, I'm going to explain to you even further more as to why why it took so long for me to get to where I need to get to. I am one of those people where it's like that, you know? It's like, it's crazy because it's like, I was talking about these microwavable businesses, these pop-up shops. Um, I think I just got food for one. Everybody think they can do business. You can't do business. And people are expecting to have a microwavable ass business. Y'all expecting your business to do good and to and to work hard and to and to y'all don't y'all y'all just want an insta business, okay? Y'all think y'all make an Instagram page, you're gonna instantly start making money because you have an Instagram page. Y'all think y'all instantly going to get brand deals. And don't think that you have to follow nobody because you think you got that Beyonce juice. But Beyonce, she built her juice in night like years ago. Okay, she started as a child, and she's now going to be forty years old this year. She's just now gotten to where she can go on Instagram and don't have to post shit, and still a million people will follow her. So everybody wants something instantly, but you have to understand you have to build it in order for it to get somewhere. You have to build it from ground up and it takes time. It's going to take time. So anything that's worth waiting for, it's going to take time, okay? If you instantly get a million dollars, guess what? You ain't going to have it tomorrow. You have to be patient. And that just stood out to me when I was reading what she was saying because it happened after I had the phone call with this individual. And it immediately it came up. And the first thing that came up was like, don't fall for something that gives you instant gratification. So a lot of y'all are falling for things because it's giving you instant gratification, but you lose it just as fast as you get it. But if you want something to last, it lasts to your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids. It's going to take some time for you to build that. So um, that is what I've been struggling with. And I'm having a hard time with, with my patients. So to anybody out there, don't take it personal. If you feel like I'm jabbing at you, go home, friend. Okay? I'm not jabbing at nobody. I, I ain't saying anything to nobody. It just, I was frustrated in that moment 
because I didn't get an instant answer like I want to. But I didn't get an instant answer because there is it's still a work in progress. So I just had a moment where I was kind of upset and I was kind of mad. Um, and I'm okay. Nobody was crying this week. We just was pissed. We were just mad, boo, okay? We were just mad, okay? And I ain't going to tell you the other reason why I was mad. But I was mad. And it just seemed like everything took forever. But it seemed like when you get something instantly, it's awful. Just like the food I just got a few minutes ago, honey. I ain't trying to throw no jazz. I ain't trying to shake no shade. But I don't understand. Number one, you got the order wrong. And then the wrong order had a nasty-ass bug in it. So, with that being said, I just want to explain my little outburst, how I'm acting, why I'm emotionally dazed and confused. I've been waking up lately like, oh my God, I'm in a nightmare. Um, but it was explained and now I understand. So, I'm going to let it go and I'm going to just let it flow. Um, I hope you guys are having a lovely Friday and have a blessed weekend. Um, next week is going to be very interesting with the topics I'm going to talk to you guys about. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the Battle of LA, TT Branch, Universal Studio Fires, and I'm going to be talking about the Georgia Guideline, honey. I'm going to be talking about the Georgia Guideline. Okay. And we're going to talk about the significance of it and why some people believe that we are in the phase of being depopulated. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Mons Minds Emporium. I am so... Audi.